Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. What up, clitorati? Y'all bitches and hoes out there. <laughs> season four, motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers! <laughs> uh, and as you know, in season four, we're putting our asses on the line and exploring sex 3.0. That's right. Sex 3.0, the road to happiness. And we thought that it would be a beautiful challenge for each of us in the cast to choose our own path to paradise in the realms of sex, sexuality, and self-care. To see what gems we uncover for all of you fabulous clitorati. Why? Why, you ask? Because we fucking love you. You know that. And we hope this inspires you to embark on your own journey to profound bliss and satisfaction in your own life. And today, we talk with the one, the only, the gorgeous, the tall, the sexy, the perky-titted, Crystal, all about vagina health, pussy health, and the realm of the labia. <laughs> I like yeah. that you think my titties are perky because I like them. And they're pretty. I mean, that's you, you're rubbing some cleave right now, and I am not mad at it. It's like, hey, <laughs> it's the yoga sports bra really does it. She's gonna start on a crystal cleavage line. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, my pussy health, it's been quite interesting. Um, I know I've mentioned about having PCOS. What's PCOS for those audience members who don't know what it is? Polycystic ovarian syndrome. As I shared on a previous episode, my endocrinologist weight shamed me. And so I have actually— What did she say to you exactly? Oh, she literally was like, well, the reason you have this weight is your fault when— the whole reason I'm there is because this particular syndrome keeps weight on in your stomach area and it's a challenge to lose. The listeners cannot see my face right now, but I'm ready to like <laughs> reach through and strangle some fucking doctor. She did not say that to you. Mm-hmm. It was, wasn't it after Christmas too? And she was like, oh. Yeah. She's like, gee, you sure had a great holiday season, didn't That's you? That's what she <gasps> said. That's what she yeah. said. Fuck her. Yeah. And it was Fuck the bitch. second time she had. It was the second time she had insinuated that it was my own fault for it. Yeah. I did end up finally complaining with my insurance company, which is not me. But because it had happened with this doctor enough times um, that she made me feel bad about my weight, even from the very first visit, it just progressively got worse. They then had me do an interview with somebody at the insurance company. I then received a formal letter um, showing what I had said, and then also when they spoke to the doctor, what the doctor's response was. The doctor basically was like, I was just wishing her happy holidays and didn't insinuate anything about her weight, which there was more of how she was talking about, oh, well, what did you eat? Like she was, she carried on. I'm tall. I'm 5'10". I, 145, 150 pounds is my sweet spot. I'm not that. So you said your 150 years is your sweet spot. Are you comfortable sharing us where you are now at 5'10"? <laughs> <And> <laughs> you I'm don't like, have to. Uh, no. Yeah. But, I just think it'd be helpful for our audience who are is also struggling with weight or struggling with PCOS that just so they can follow you because... It's 
it's over 185. Mm-hmm. And at 5'10, I mean, that's technically medically obese. And is I don't feel like I. That's what the doctor said. You don't look obese at all. all. (laughs) See, I'm I'm really interested in like shifting the whole numbers conversation, Mm -hmm. right? Because I actually weigh the same as I do now since I've been I I do CrossFit and I've gained a lot of muscle. My number on the scale is as much as when I was. Uh, like I'm a size like four right now. It's the same weight as I was when I was a size 10. Mm-hmm. But my body looks completely different. So like I really hate the scale, like the number on the scale. I pretty much, yeah. and I, that's the thing is, I don't actually know my weight until I go to the doctor's office mm-hmm. because I go based on how my clothes fit. Yeah, I do too. Especially for someone who works out a lot, I am mostly muscle. Yeah. And I do just have the trouble spot mostly of my stomach and my yeah, ass because my family. But. I think a lot of like the BMI and the and the way that they you know measure oh if you're obese or not. A lot of those systems are out of date. Mm-hmm. I think they're out of date, and and it's not a good litmus test of how healthy you are. So to go back to the endocrinologist appointment, I haven't even done an appointment. I think since April. And I'm supposed to be going every three months because I'm on two medications. Can you um, switch doctors? Well, that's the thing is that I was, so I filed a complaint with this doctor that I didn't want to go there. I could still go, but I didn't want to because she knew I filed a complaint. I saw right. it in black and white that they talked to her about it. Right. And she's right? like, I didn't say anything. Exactly. It sounds like your doctor's outdated. Yeah, <laughs> and definitely. And actually, I never even wanted to go to her. It's just that my insur- my other doctor stopped taking the insurance, so I had to find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Have there been any repercussions of waiting to go to the doctor? Luckily, I think because of the situation, this doctor went ahead and refilled my prescription. Mm. Um, so I think like <laughs> How nice she doesn't want to see me either. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both feel the same way about each other. Something that happened to me in similar realm with health and weight is that I used to be a trainer, boxing trainer. I was like a brick shit house, like for my size, super muscular, all this stuff. Well, I lost a lot of weight, which was actually muscle. My muscles shrunk. And so um, people, like I just saw someone recently and they're like, oh, well, like you're really thin. Like, I think a little too thin. And then it was said, someone said something to my husband, the same thing. And the thing that sucks is that what they don't know is that I fucking injured myself and I've been a competitive athlete since I'm four. And it breaks my heart that I can't weight train. And that's just what my body told me is like, you can't. I have injuries from being an athlete. So what works for my body now is walking and Pilates two days a week. Do you think that's what I want to fucking be doing? No, I want to be up in the gym, fucking doing deadlifts. And so it's not a choice. And um, health is, health is you know, subjective to the person. So someone can be full-figured, super healthy. Someone can be an athlete and have terrible habits. So it just fucking pisses me off that like this doctor would have the audacity to say that. And I just had the reverse of it and it like didn't feel good. It wasn't a doctor, but it, it didn't feel good. I was like, wait, you don't know my story. Like, like we just do way too much fucking body shaming on all parts of the spectrum. It should be about vitality, not, not size. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Yeah. You What's feel your good? emotional health, right? Yeah. Like, can we, can we get, can we get back to your pussy, Crystal? 
Yeah, yeah, you're a pussy health. What happened? Yeah, you're pussy health. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck right? body shaming. Back, <laughs> okay. to, back to happy yonis. Okay. Happy yonis. No. Fuck right. body shaming. Honestly, it's bullshit. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk and they were in overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. I wanted to actually get a follow-up from you. I know you were really struggling. Some weird shit went down with your IUD. Do you have an update on that? I had had my IUD. I did the copper T version, which is non-hormonal. Nurse Katie, is there anything else I should have said about that? I don't have one. Lindsay would know more about that. Yeah, I just didn't know. Almost 10 years I've had one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mine was 12. And they said that that was kind of the max. I think I had it like 12 and a half. And got done with work and was just like, you know what? I need to just get this thing taken out or I'm going to prolong it longer. So they pulled it out. And... (laughs) The girl goes, I need to go and Google what they looked like 12 years ago. <laughs> no, that's never a good sign. Totally. The doctor she's said like, that? Yeah. She's you like, have bad doctor luck. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is your doctor? She literally said she needed to Google and go see what it looked like 12 years ago. Oh, God. So she was like, okay. So she goes and she comes back. And, she, and she's so nice. I like this girl. And she's just like, well... I think there's a piece of your IUD missing. And that's what you want to hear. Yeah. And I'm like, what? You mean in my body? Part of this, though, I, I would like to share is that I was struggling with putting a new one in or not. So I've been single. I hadn't had sex since at that point, I think four months. Like, I was just, like, choosing not to sleep with anybody. We'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was like, do I even need to bother with an IUD? And maybe that actually is part of why my stomach has this whole PCOS thing. Like, it could be oh. related. I really, really believe, mm. like, it was possible. Uh, no idea. Okay. Like, haven't figured that answer out. I actually was hoping to lose 10 pounds after I took it out. Then I would have known that there was. But it was an experiment. And I would say a failed experiment. <laughs> well, you don't even know because right. it, you still have you had any follow up? Did well, they find the yeah. missing piece of your IUD? <laughs> so there was the. So what it was is on the bottom of the copper T. There's a. There's two pieces of copper on the top part of the T, and then the long part of the T. There's yeah. another piece of copper. The long part of the T copper was the part that was missing. Is that the part that like is the birth control? Mm, don't know, but I'm pretty damn happy I didn't get pregnant during these 12 years. Jesus. I usually always use condoms at the same time because it's like the STD production is with the condoms, but the birth <laughs> control is with the IUD. Yeah. So what I was saying, though, was that um, she couldn't put a new one in because they didn't know where the piece was. Didn't put a new IUD in, which I was already hemming and hawing if I wanted to do anyway because I felt like it might be good for my body to not have anything and maybe it would help my PCOS. Totally. Mm-hmm. 
So we didn't Which put anything in. Which were apparently right because they couldn't. Right. Your intuition was correct. <laughs> right. They did the right thing. <laughs> so they then, um, I had to do an ultrasound. Then I did an x-ray. They never found this copper piece. What? I spoke with personal friends. Probably fell out. Well, when you were I spoke yeah. with personal friends that um, were different types of doctors, like ER doctors and uh, the gynecologist that actually inserted it. How many fucking doctor friends Crystal do you have? Crystal is connected. <laughs> she rolls with doctors. Yeah. I was uh, talking yeah, to my no. one doctor friend who referred me to my other doctor friend, and then I fucked this other doctor guy. It's good to I have mean, doctor he, I needed him to really feel inside and see what was up. He did an, exter- <laughs> he did an internal exam with his cock. I wouldn't be surprised if you or one of your friends would do that for you, honestly. <laughs> Can I be totally hey, honest? Some hot fucking I was, doctor friends. I was like watching like doctor porn where like the girl goes in for an exam and like doctor like porn. and the doctor and the doctor like starts the exam and then he starts like finger blasting the girl and I was like, that's kinda hot. I wanna role play that with somebody. Like the, oh the, the doctor patient thing. Wait, well, hold we, on. We saw the nurse doctor blowjob at the sex party. Oh yeah. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, October. Off the whole sex party. Who it watches did. the beginning of porn? <laughs> That's a good question. Anyway, I love this plot line. <laughs> <laughs> that is the talking and the acting is like what turns me on the most. It's I'm like, like the fast like forward. You, you have been a naughty girl. You were a naughty babysitter. Like now, me and my wife have to fuck you. Well, <laughs> Kay Brandt is different than fucking Pornhub, okay? I'm talking or about Kay. Kay Brandt is amazing. Yeah, her story. But lines I, I are like good. I like all the plot lines. I need the buildup. I need even the, the cheesy the, ones. Yes, the cheesier the better. Oh, oh. God. I like it. I like me some cheesy porn. Okay, All I right. fast forward. But no, I did not. Unless it's a have... gangbang. <laughs> She's like, I, just, I don't need to lead up on like that. A, I just like a quick video of like someone masturbating. I don't want to see their face or you anything. Like, I mean, I can send you those. If that's what you're into. I've got them. I got a whole document. <laughs> you have now got. You're now getting four tomorrow in your inbox. Okay, send me some new ones. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, none of my doctor's friends did a personal examination like that, but, um, so I never found it and predictably it either dissolved or got extracted naturally. By someone's dick. Possibly. Possibly. They don't know. Um, or that, you know, um, I have a friend that described to me, she's like, I got metal put in my foot and it had a reaction. So it started to push the metal out of my body. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that is possibly maybe what happened was something like that. Good thing you use condoms. Yeah. Cane bam. <laughs> I do want to try a yoni egg now that I don't have an IUD, mm. which I do need to get one. I think we saw them on our website. Um, can you not use a yoni egg if you have an IUD? You're not supposed to, and I think it's because it can pull on the string. So when you have the IUD, there's uh-huh. a string at the bottom that you're supposed to tug and check every year, every month. I do not that all I ever the shit. I do all the shit you're not supposed to do with an IUD. They tell you not to use a diva cup. They tell you not to use a soft disc. They tell you, I do all the shit. It's all like, fuck do you know, how, precautionary, hard, do you know right? how hard it would be to pull? The IUD is inserted into your cervix. Dude. I love that yeah. you're like, I do all the things and I have no issues. And you're like, yeah. I'd take all the precautions and they yeah. lost my IUD in my Literally. body. I know, right? What the fuck? You're following the rules. I do all the things you're not supposed Lindsay's to do. Lindsay's taking big risks. I don't like, have a check for my strings. I've never that had a problem. That, that thing has been out there. I just forget about I'm it. When I first got my IUD put in, the strings were so long. They, like, oh, hung shit. out of my vagina. Like, so the longest back, pubic hair oh ever. I was like, you have got to cut these strings. They're, like, hanging out. What the fuck? She's like, oh, yeah. They must have forgot to trim them. They were, like, literally hanging out. It was, like, it was, like fishing line. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, like guys are not going to go down on that. No one's no. going to eat your pussy. No. I was like, I'm not trimming these, but you are. And then they had to 
crank me open with those fucking plastic crank, crank, crank. Trip, trip, trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like vice God. gripping your pussy. Basically, it's like a vice grip for your pussy. <laughs> so, Crystal, you followed all the rules. And meanwhile, the, your IUD is MIA. <laughs> totally. So, and I followed none of the rules in my IUD, MIA. <laughs> so, you know, figuring this all out, trying to determine what the next steps are. I have birth control free right now, I guess, outside of condoms. I also met somebody, so I've been go. Oh, <laughs> what you say? You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun, kind of fun. I met but him. I, <laughs> I met him. Too. But actually, even so before, even before him, I was dating a few different people. So there's definitely been some different experiences now having sex without an IUD, and it's quite different. So I think I'd like to save that for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right just leave us dripping on the ends of our seats. I want those pussies wet. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and the nipples hard. <laughs> All right, well, that sounds good. Well, uh, thank you, Crystal, for sharing your story. I think a lot of people don't realize you can actually take your health care into your own hands. You have options. You have choices. You're not stuck with some shitty doctor that's going to fucking slut shame you or body shame you or, you know, you don't have to put up with that. Intuition that your body's yeah. telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And that's been it. This has been a good practice on that for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good. All right. Well, happy yonis. Uh, until next time, <laughs> keep your pussy health and your dick health in check, or the clip crew will come to get you. <laughs> that's that's weird. We just say we that's see weird. you next All Tuesday. Right, fine. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. 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 Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe, but only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if you're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.